The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. New sex education classes for children are going to see parents, this is according to the Minister for Education, Norma Foley, have the right to withdraw their children from them depending on whether or not they accept that which is taught within them. And one of the things that has been somewhat contentious has been aspects of uh, what may be included in the new SPHE uh, curriculum in respect of things like gender identity. And with me is uh, Suzanne Graham, who is a Child Protection Development Officer and an SPHE teacher herself and Catherine from uh, Dublin who is a mother of a child where um, she was faced with the choice as to whether or not she would allow her child to remain in SPHE. Catherine, let me start with you. Your concerns about the content of the curriculum were what? So um, as as an atheist, I, I don't profess any particular faith and I chose Educate Together Schools for my children's education because they share that, or, or believe they did. No religion is elevated above another in Educate Together. And I wanted my child to be exposed to lots of belief systems without being forced to believe one himself. And I found that the, this is in primary school, in sixth class, I found that the SPHE resources that they were working off taught gender identity as fact and I wrote to the school and I outlined the reasons why I thought that was inappropriate including childhood development and the idea that sex permanency, the idea a child doesn't um, understand that sex is permanent until around the age of seven or eight and that it's stable across time and situations. I said there were issues around safeguarding and it conflicted with the Stay Safe programme and so that's how it became it came on my radar. We asked the school just to accommodate us and say, look, rather than stating everyone has a gender identity, can you state some people believe they have a gender identity and the school couldn't accommodate that. And is this because the school said that they were constrained by the curriculum or the department or because it was their own policy and ideology? Well, when you look in when we looked into it, um the primary school curriculum doesn't actually state that you have to teach gender identity. Um, and the school were using resources that were provided by Belong to the All Together Now programme and the Professional Development Service for Teachers Growing Up LGBT. And those resources are geared more towards the older cycle, so junior and senior. And there was no requirement in any curriculum document that we could find that gender identity would be dealt with in primary school. Now, the school are, I think, in a difficult position because apparently there were parents in the school who wanted gender identity taught and their wishes were granted. Yet our wishes that it would be addressed as a faith could not be accommodated, um, which we found quite disappointing considering that the patron is meant, this particular patron, Educate Together, is meant not to elevate any particular faith or philosophical belief above another. Well, let let me turn to Suzanne. And as I said, Suzanne Graham is an SPHE teacher and a a coordinator for um, several decades. Suzanne, is this, do you think, going to be representative of an issue we're going to see a lot more of? Well, I think I can just clarify that I'm in the post-primary sector um, and <clears throat> in the state school. So it's a little bit different because the curriculum, the new, uh, the updated specification that we're looking at at the moment, 
um, gender was always part of that. So it would have been part of the RSE curriculum in relation to gender. Um, it's quite a sensitive topic and a sensitive issue, as you can hear the other caller has said as well. And it is, it's a challenge for schools in trying to, in educating the young people in their care in conjunction with families. I think that's really important and parents um, to try and get it right and to make sure that they are teaching it as inclusive as possible in relation to that. So there's a little bit better guidelines in relation to the post-primary because it is part of the curriculum. And the guidelines require what in terms of what is taught within that curriculum? Well, it's, it's very broad. So the new curriculum, or the, as I said, sorry, I should say the updated curriculum, it's, there are a, a number of learning outcomes in relation to SPHE in general. And one of the modules that is in RSE specifically, but and actually the gender falls into the one of the other modules in relation to emotional health and learning about myself and others and that space as well. So it's not very specific currently and there aren't a huge amount of resources in that space. And I think that's where schools will be challenged and teachers are challenged in relation to that space. But I suppose the nub of it that that parents will be interested in is whether or not gender is taught as something that is biologically fated at birth or something that is assigned. Does the curriculum address either of those? Well, it's as it says in the curriculum, it's to look at this, that it is to appreciate that this is on a spectrum, that orientation and gender it can be on a, spe- on a spectrum. And that's the wording that's used in the, the new, the updated specification. But it is in relation to what are the resources around that. And it's about respect in that space as well. So it is. Do you, it, do you expect any resistance from parents? I think there will be there may be concerns from some parents in relation to that and and that and I suppose in a post primary setting we would have an RSE uh, policy that we have to have and within that parents have the opportunity to address those concerns and talk about those concerns with a member of staff and then to see to the best of the ability in my experience schools are very good at um, accommodating to the best of their ability students in that space but I suppose in relation to the broader SPHE curriculum that everything we do is about relationships and who we are and getting to know ourselves and other people and how we interact in society. So it's important that if these t- topics are coming up and children are hearing about it, that, that school is a safe space in tandem with a home setting where they can explore these situ- these terminologies really as well and their understanding of this as well. So there's no specifics as to what exactly should be taught. It's quite broad in relation to that. So it's an appreciation of gender and gender identity. Let me go back, Catherine, to you on, on one issue mm-hmm. out of this, which is Norma Foley's uh, suggestion in respect of parents who have concerns about any element of the uh, SPAG curriculum is that they remove their child or ask that the child be removed from that um, school or not school, from that, that uh, t- class. Does that not stigmatise the child? Were you concerned in the case of your own child that if you did remove them from the class that effectively they get tarred as that kid who is different to the rest of us? Um, absolutely. You know, the reason I chose chose um, Educate Together was because I didn't want a situation during the years of faith formation for communion and confirmation where my child would be asked to sit at the back of the room or would be supervised in the library by another member of staff. I think it does, um, it does stigmatise them. And if the only way that you can uh, guarantee inclusion is by excluding, then it's not inclusion. And I would have to just take issue with... Um, just something that the the other contributor made. Um, the the draft junior cycle curriculum states very clearly in section one one point four that gender identity are is a core part of human identity, and that is simply untrue. And I don't have a gender identity, and I haven't taught my children that they have. And what really disturbed me when I look at looked at the NCCA and the resources they were providing to teachers. 
gender identity is already being taught in the existing curriculum. And a document called Relationships and Sexuality Unit 1, produced by the HSE, the NCCA and Belong To, states that gender identity is a core part of, of what it means to be human. So it's already being taught. And the NCCA seems to have retrospectively requested the permission of parents to teach it. Well, let me get Suzanne, your your reaction. Um, well, it, I mean, obviously, the, I'm not an expert in this space as well, and I'm not representing the Department of Education or anything related. And I'm presuming, with best in best practice, that they would have researched this and spoken to experts in this space as well. So that's really important to state as well. And in relation to uh, gender, I suppose my understanding is there's gender. There's in according to the. Um, United Nations, they talk about how they describe and distinguish gender and sex. Is a sex assigned at birth in in, in line with um, biological and chromosomal uh, biology? And then the gender, it's a social consort, I suppose. It's in relation to how we understand gender expression and gender identity. But I would like to say I'm not an expert in this space and it's a really sensitive topic and I wouldn't like to be upsetting anybody in that space in relation to that too. So. I suspect you may be dead right on the sensitivity of mm. the topic. I wonder if it is something that we're going to see a lot more of as a, it becomes part of the, the curriculum into um, the 2023. Um, thank you very much, Suzanne Graham, for coming in. That's Suzanne Graham, who is an SPHE teacher and coordinator. And thanks as well to uh, Catherine there telling us her own personal story in respect of her child's experience of SPHE. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.